listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 27th of July, 2023. The Australian share market rose today to a fresh five-month high. The S&P A6200 up 0.7% to 7,455. That's despite the US lifting interest rates by 25 basis points overnight to 5.5%. Why? What does it mean for the US market and for local shares. I spoke with Jodie Fitzgerald. She's the Head of Institutional Portfolio Management and Solutions at Morningstar. Jodie, US interest rates up. That's despite inflation easing. Can you run us through why? Why is the US Federal Reserve still continuing to lift interest rates? And what's the market now thinking about peak rates? Yeah, sure. So inflation certainly has come down. Headline inflation is at about 3% in the US. However, core inflation, so inflation that strips out volatile items and is therefore a much better understanding of the trend of prices, is still pretty high at 4.8%. So even though inflation data is softening, we've had some very strong economic data as well come out of the US. So it really is a balancing act between those two. So inflation is still probably too high, given that the uh, Fed is targeting 2 to 3%. And with a structurally tight labour market, higher energy costs and uh, deglobalisation, which is effectively bringing supply chains back onshore to make supply chains more resilient, but ultimately more expensive, it is an ongoing concern for the Fed. They don't want inflation to get back out of control. And therefore, the hike that we saw overnight was actually fully priced in. It was actually expected by the market. With regards to what the market's anticipating going forward, the statement from the Fed was largely unchanged and still very hawkish. So all options are really on the table for September and November meeting. There's a lot of data that will come out prior to the September meeting. So we'll have two jobs prints, we'll have two lots of uh, CPI prints, and it really gives the Fed the ability to be very data-led. So even if we get soft CPI data, if the activity data is suggesting that there isn't a loosening of the labour market and that the risk is still for the upside for inflation, it suggests that they haven't finished yet. I think one of the things the market liked, though, I think the Dow has risen for the the 13th time in a row, that that's the longest streak in in quite some time, even though the S&P fell. Here, the Australian share market's up pretty solidly. The US is uh, the US Fed also seemingly suggested that a, a, there will be a soft landing. In other words, no recession. Um, what do you think and what do you think this will mean for investors? Yeah, it's a really tricky one. This has probably been the most widely forecast coming recession that hasn't happened. Um, and the reality is because we do have very strong labour markets, so labour markets in, in here in Australia, but then also in the US, we have really low unemployment. Um, and while we may not be in a technical recession, What's really important to not miss the point on is the fact that growth has slowed. So despite the fact that growth has actually slowed and and quite substantially in some cases, we still actually have high inflation, which continues to be a, a concern about whether or not we go into that stagflation type environment. So, and the problem, the reason why that is a problem with higher inflation, if growth does start to wobble or the markets start to become concerned, Over the last decade, the Fed has stepped in and saved the day, the so-called Fed put. They really don't have a lot of option to actually do that this time around. So so there is kind of a concern. It's hard to ignite a recession, though, when you have such a strong labour market, but I think the slowing of growth itself is, is quite problematic. 
So if the US is still potentially going to continue lifting interest rates, um, how does all of this translate to what happens here in Australia? And I note that you say, you said that um, one of the things about inflation in the US is even though it's closer to 3%, it's still out of the, um, the uh, Fed Reserve's target range. If you look at Australia, we had the CPI numbers yesterday at 6%. It's still way above that 2 to 3% target band. Is it premature to be talking about a pause in interest rates, a long-term pause in interest rates here in Australia? I think it is absolutely. So even though the market seems to be quite excited, like I don't, you know, being excited about six percent inflation feels a little bit perverse in some respects. It's more than double the RBA target, and even trimmed inflation. So the inflation again that strips out those volatile items is still at five point nine, so substantially higher than where the Reserve Bank would like to see it. So while the market may be reading this signal as a pause because inflation is coming down, there's still some work to do. So we still have really high core inflation and a strong labour market. And there's also a concern about inflation expectations with some of the award changes that have come through, uh, concerns about how that may impact inflation going forward. And inflation expectations can be a very important variable to be considering when setting interest rates. So I think that we, we still probably have a few rate rises to go from here. The timing and magnitude of them, though, is, is what will be up in the air. Reporting season really starts to kick off today. The main one, uh, Rio Tinto from overnight. I think there was a Macquarie quarterly out today. Um, what are you expecting from reporting season? Uh, what kind of themes do you expect there to be? Yeah, I think this reporting season could be quite volatile, although to be fair, I have been saying that for the last two reporting seasons. Uh, but leading into this one, the market is actually expecting about you know less than a percent aggregate EPS growth for financial year 23. Now, that's down from more than 10% a year ago. So there's certainly been a considerable change in earnings expectations, but the question is, is it enough and what's actually priced in? So the real risk this reporting season is for earnings downgrades, um, particularly as consumers start to feel a pinch of higher interest rates and growth starts to slow. Any corporates that are missing their um, sort of their earnings estimates or projecting forward about softer growth anticipation, I think will probably be punished by the market. And considering all of that, where do you see the opportunities for investors at the moment? Yeah, the opportunities are, there are opportunities out there most definitely, but they're not as prevalent or easy to come by as they probably were, you know, a few years ago. I think setting and forgetting a portfolio those days are, are pretty much well behind us. Where we're actually finding opportunities for for a broad-based portfolio at the moment is areas like emerging market. Uh, Even though emerging markets tend to not do very well when there are big macro concerns, uh, the reality is they've actually been a lot more resilient to sort of inflation. They've actually got a lot more room for policy easing, places like China in particular, than some of the developed markets do. Um, bonds is also an interesting space. So the advantage of higher interest rates is that we can actually get yields from bonds now. Um, so having them into a portfolio is especially important, particularly if we do anticipate a recession coming, because they'll play that diversifying role. And there are pockets of opportunity opening up in different parts of equity markets. So in particular areas like US financials, and there's even growing sort of opportunities starting to come in the real estate market, which has started to be, you know, significantly repriced, you know, since over the last couple of years. Jody Fitzgerald there from Morningstar. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. 
It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music